You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. All matters raised in this report are of a serious nature, and one would have expected that those who have such information, together with their sources, have an obligation to report such crime to law enforcement authorities. There are a number of avenues where crimes can be reported, such as any law enforcement agency, that is the public protector, the military ombudsman, and any other such agency. On the 24th of April 2020, a joint statement by both the Hawks and the South African National Defence Force was issued, which confirmed the recovery of the stolen rifles and pistols and the subsequent arrest of persons found in possession of the recovered weapons. The matter is due again in court after the sitting on the 5th of December 2023 for arguments by the suspect's defense team. Military courts are open to any person to attend, and during that sitting, I take it that even the media will be allowed to be in that court should they wish to be there. On the matter of allegations on the abduction of an individual linked to the Mall of Africa, media statement was issued on the 16th of September 2023 in response to the media inquiry stating clearly that the matter is being coordinated by the joint entities, the Hawks and the military police together with NPA. The matter is under investigation and before a court of law and the SNDF cannot comment on the matter. The successful prosecution of such crimes as alleged in the reports relies on the reporting of the alleged crime supported by evidence, if any, to allow the the law to take its course. It is rather concerning that even with all that has been presented to the public by the said media houses, the law still was not approached and that there is no formal charges opened against any of the mentioned persons or organizations. The law states in South Africa that failure to report a crime is an offense. It is also concerning that the media houses and the open secret chose to withhold the information that can assist law enforcement agencies to investigate and incongruously decided to publish it for whatever reason. This can be equated to a reprehensible motive or an act of defeating the ends of justice. We can state clearly without any ambiguity that the defense force operates in a constitutional and democratic state where all government institutions operate
and adheres to democratic principles of the state. That was uh, the SANDF Chief General Rudzani Mapwanya. Meanwhile, SANDF Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Michael Ramatswana says that the SANDF has done all it can within its means to follow up on uh, serious allegations against the force. The, uh, let, let me take it pieces for you. The story of Lady R. The President has pronounced himself on this. What else must the defense force say nothing we have said what we had to say we were asked and we said what we want to say the president at the end has pronounced himself this issue is still not going away right so that's from the side of the defense force mall of africa where do we stand with mall of africa today the matter is subjudicare. What must the defense force say on this matter? Right? The issue around the investigator with the SEPs. The matter is with the law enforcement agencies. What must the defense force say on this matter? The issue of the weapons, the matter is going on in the court of military judges. What must the defense force still say on this matter? The issue of the board of inquiry. I do, there might be agency to be saying, what is then the defense force doing about this? And like I said, This is a matter we take very, very, very serious. Hence, we acted on it the minute this thing we obtained. So it is a matter that is being worked on. Due diligence must be done onto it. And um, I would want to leave it at that. The Board of Inquiry is there. So that is where we are now. Now, you say to me, what is the defense force on these matters? I've just put these matters now. What, what must the defense force do with this man when we are in this state? I think here all of us should have clarity of minds in terms of these matters. You know, when you take a picture of a vehicle from somewhere, you pick it somewhere, and then you are making st- stories about it. These matters are where they are right now as a defense force. What is the next thing that we do? And, and that's why I'm saying we all need to have a clarity of mind on these issues. And, and I think the chief has covered the issue, the issue here. You know, um, if there are issues such as the ones that uh, you have asked the question on, the last matter which I consider it very sensitive, the chief has clarified that. I wouldn't know why, when there's such an issue, you are not going to the court of law. Why aren't you going to the court of law? Report the matter accordingly. The chief just clarified something. We are not commanding death squads or hit squads in the military. If you say there are hit squads in the military, 
why are you not taking the heat squads? The issue to say there are heat squads to the military, inappropriate statutory organizations that are law enforcement organizations. That was SANDF Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Michael Ramatswana. Let's uh, speak now to uh, the founding director of uh, Open Secrets, Henny Van Furen, who joins us now for more on this story. Uh, Henny, thanks for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon. Sakina, good afternoon. Good afternoon to the listeners. So, Henny, SANDF in this press briefing earlier have basically dismissed your uh, four-part expose, the Russian doll uh, detailing allegations of torture and other um, deeds, allegations, as mere fabrication. What's your response? Yeah, well, Sakina, I think General Ruzani Mapwanya and his chief of staff and and chief of defense intelligence sat there and sang a sweet lullaby to the South African public today, telling them everything is fine, claiming that we fabricated evidence, and they're not answering in not one single substantive matter. In the clip that you've just played from the chief of staff and, and the chief of the SANDF said the same, is that... So, you know, if 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 there are allegations of abuse of power, South Africans must go to law enforcement to report this. I think it's time to remind um, the generals that a man called Franz Matipa, who was a lieutenant colonel in the Hawks, was investigating special forces for acts of crim- criminality when he was assassinated with two sharpshooters bullets on the 6th of August this year. So for the generals to sit there and to trivialize this matter, when we know that there are individuals' lives that have been lost, lives that have been placed in the line, and those who have tried to report, and in fact act in the interest of the public in investigating this have been killed, really does suggest um, that there's not a desire to grapple with any of the facts. You know, and we can talk about a few a few others of those, but I think, you know, it's 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 very worrying when you dis, just dismiss these matters as fabrication without actually dealing with the substance of any of the allegations of the matters that have been put before you. Um, and it, it, it reminds us that these matters cannot be left to the defense force to sort out its own house. The politicians, the chief of uh, the sorry, the minister of of uh, defence, and more especially the chief of the SANDF, that is President Cyril Ramaphosa, must intervene. Open Secrets wrote to uh, the to the president today to say that as chief of the SANDF, there are allegations and strong evidence of extrajudicial killings and torture involving the SANDF. It is now his requirement to intervene. It involves including top generals like the chief of the army, um, and uh, we are waiting for his response. In the meantime, though, Henny, uh, since these revelations have uh, come to light, has Open Secrets been approached by any law enforcement agencies, including military police, over the allegations uh, that were uh, detailed in the expose? Yes, Sakina, I think that's that's an important question. We have not had one telephone call from anyone in law enforcement inquiring about the nature of the the evidence or from within the SANDF. In fact, when we started publishing um, the allegations of abuse of power in, in August of this year and the questions which started with the murder of uh, Franz Matipa more specifically, um, before we looked at the torture allegations which emerged later, we immediately sent that, you know, that as is our requirement to the minister, of defense and asked her office to look into the matter. So it is it is truly, it is a lie to say we have not engaged with authorities. We engaged with Minister Tandi Modise and her office simply hasn't responded. And we've said repeatedly in the media, 
you know, that, that, that we have attempted to communicate. We've heard absolute silence. Today was important because for the very first time, we saw top uh, generals speak openly about this matter. But what they are saying is highly contradictory. And let me use one example, if I can, Sakina. Um, in, in part of the presentation, they have said that there was a board of inquiry to investigate these matters and which of, of abuse of power within the SNDF, and we are calling for that to be released speedily. But what we were told uh, by by the Chief of Defense Intelligence that that did not consider the issues of, of torture, but then we are told equally by other members of the panel this morning that allegations of torture have been submitted some time ago uh, to the SANDF. So very clearly there's contradictory information that's, that has been given out. Um, it suggests a lack of seriousness on the part of the chiefs of the SANDF. And, and you know, the suggestion that is made in a way that there's a, um, a desire by ourselves and others to undermine the SANDF or put it in a poor light is absolutely false. There are what we, the, you know, what the information we have is based on material that has been provided by members of the SANDF who are loyal to the country's constitution and wish for the Defence Force to succeed and act in the interests of the South African people. Those who abuse power, those who hurt members of the public are not doing so. And lastly, you know, when General Mapwanya said today that he refused to answer any questions around the activity of special forces who are alleged front and centre to be the middle of um, torture, he said that they can operate wherever they want, outside of South Africa or inside South Africa. Well, the constitution directly contradicts the chief of the SANDF. Only the president and thereafter parliament are required to both authorize um, any deployment of special forces or any other military within the borders of our country, precisely because this practice was normalized during apartheid. Uh, it is therefore, you know, the, he, the chief has a misunderstanding of the constitution and he has to answer if special forces were deployed in the country. He can't simply say that he wishes to do as he pleases. He must be guided by the constitution. And there's a strong suggestion simply that the SANDF has not done so in this instance. Well, um, as you heard there, uh, it was basically uh, either the matter is sub judicate or uh, it has been dealt with, uh, like in the case of Lady R by the president. Again, uh, are you satisfied with those responses? Yeah, this this subjudicate response is is truly such a such an awful response that is that has become normal between you know politicians and big corporate leaders tend to hide behind that sakina when when uh, journalists and the media rightly ask hard questions and there are a number of issues that the chief of the SANDF could have um, you know could have responded to he should have responded to say that I am concerned about the reports that have come forward I am placing certain members on suspension while they are investigated I am speaking to the politicians and I've met with the president to discuss these. Instead, nothing. Um, and all he tells us is that special forces are like a Boba John spanner and they can do many things in our country. Well, that simply isn't good enough. I think that this is trivializing very, very serious matters uh, and and um, and then not being truthful with the public about what's being presented. And then finally, Sakina, you know, when the chief of the SANDF says um, in the torture allegations, we know they were looking, uh, the military and special forces were trying to recover stolen rifles. Now, the allegation is that members of the public were abducted. In one instance, a man called Spamandla was taken to a military police bar, Tabatswane, tortured till his body turned green, and then he was killed. Uh, eventually, he died. 
Now, the response from the chief of the SEA and DF says, well, what is South I'm sure most South Africans would want those rifles to be returned. And what is he saying? It's, it's a way of saying um, by any means necessary. And those are criminal means that were employed, if that is true, what you know, these allegations do in fact stand up to, to further testing. So, you know, you, you, I, I think that there are simply wrong messages, messages that are contradictory to the law that was sent today. And this cannot be the last word that is spoken about this. It's time that the politicians now enter this uh, this fray and lead from the front. And and to that point, because those were the R4 rifles, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Henny, um, mm. among others. So for that, uh, do we know whether all of those weapons were recovered? Well, what we are told today is that all of the, re- the the R4 rifles were recovered. I think there's one of the pistols. There were 18 R4 rifles, and what we understand, Sakina, three pis- pistols were stolen. There was one one pistol that is uh, still missing. Um, but there, you know, there, there's no. Uh, we, there, we've got strong reason to believe that uh, it is possible that those weapons weren't properly uh, admitted into evidence within the um, SANDF pro- uh, following proper protocol. In any event, so while the rifles may have been returned. Returned. We do worry that they were returned under the auspices of something called any means necessary. Um, who suffered? Who was hurt? How many civilians were injured who are just happened to be ordinary Joes who somebody has implicated that were not involved in these matters at all and might have been killed? That could have been you or I or other members of the public listening. We don't know. Um, and I think, you know, that's that's the worrying, chilling part of this. When the military or parts of the military are allowed to become a law unto themselves, there will be anarchy and ordinary folks are going to be hurt in the process. That's what we need to try and prevent if we want a military that serves our democracy. We're out of time, Henny. I know you said you've written to uh, the president this morning, uh, but I have to ask, uh, does Open Secrets have any more uh, details? Uh, Is is there more allegations uh, about the SANDF that you may uh, bring to the public domain? I think whistleblowers have important stories to tell and open secrets, like many other good journalists in this country, remain committed to telling those stories. If we can test the evidence and we're sure about it, we remain committed to that cause. Annie van Vieren, thank you so much. Uh, open Secrets founding director speaking to us there uh, in response to what we heard at the press briefing that was held by the South African National Defence Force. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.